the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yeah, 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 it is. It's Friday night here on the Andrea K show. I gotta tell you guys, I'm always I'm always so happy that I get to share this time with you guys every night here from six to seven PM. You listeners of, of mine, you're my friends, you're my family. And while I'm sitting here just happy to share this time with you guys, it is with a heavy heart that we open tonight's show here and that we end the week instead of it just being like Friday fun day. Still hitting the topics hard. Um, we still like to try to have some a little bit more fun on Friday while keeping it real and, and tough on, on the issues. Um, glad that you are here with me to share this day, um, the day of which we in some respects might have thought might have happened sooner. And that is that President Trump has tested positive for coronavirus. We're going to try to bring the facts to you guys tonight. In fact, we've got a special guest, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who's going to be here a little bit later to hopefully bring some clarity and address the ridiculous, insane conspiracies that are happening around this. And um, but I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. We're going to share this to our private group. Caniacs. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and Instagram on Andrea K. Show. Today is an extraordinary day in some ways, and in other ways, you have to wonder is it really? Because um, would it be so extraordinary to have a president uh, testing positive for a virus, but for the the way in which this virus has been handled by the media early on. So, and of course, I can't talk about any topic, particularly one as important as this, without my man, the one and only, it's DJ Potato Skins. For one night only, he's the unhealthier alter ego of DJ Potato Skins. It's DJ DJ Bacon Bacon Cookie. Cookie. (laughs) Little inside joke there, but I couldn't resist. So, um, Dr. Gorka is going to be here after the first break. And one of the things that he tweeted this morning was, yes, he has it. Everybody take a deep breath. And I was glad he tweeted that. And I thought he's so right because many of us conservatives, those, those of us on the right, our response to this was we've been paying attention and we've been following the science. So when we hear that our very active, very healthy president of the United States contracted the coronavirus, we thought, well, it's early. It's not a complete shock. Viruses spread. People catch viruses. This particular one has a 99% recovery rate, even for those in the high risk groups. And And so we did take a deep breath and we thought, well, we're going to keep our eye on it. We know that our president's going to do what he can to take whatever measures like hydroxychloroquine, get well. Um, And then our hearts stopped when we heard that Marine One was coming to the White House lawn to take our president to 
to Walter Reed Hospital. We're going to talk and get the get the facts as to the status of his health in a moment. But I won't um, lie. It made me take a uh, moment of pause and step back. I was really freaked out for a couple yeah. of seconds. Yeah, I was, too. In spite of the fact that, you know, I know that science doesn't stop at the at the Oval Office and that President Trump, the, the recovery rate for President Trump is the same as the recovery rate for anybody who catches it. And that is still that it's 99 percent. And especially if you catch it early, which he does because he gets tested all the time, then he has the opportunity and he has the ability to take treatments like hydroxychloroquine which saved lives that were denied by americans because of hacks in the government um there i'm not blaming and and i gotta we've got to talk about the response by the left because as soon as the news broke the glee on the part we conservatives were like 99 percent recovery we know if he catches it early the left was like covid19 is a death sentence uh which defies science and yes you know maybe he's gonna die and 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 it was shocking i shouldn't have been so shocked uh dj potato skins but i was literally shocked to see that we had gone that bad in this country this country that gave about 49 funerals to george floyd who held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach and threatened to kill her. But my president, they're hoping that he dies. I was on the Twitter machine once I found out about it for probably a good hour looking. And the amount of people that look like regular Americans wishing the president harm, that he would die, he has it coming to him, it it makes me sick to my stomach. People, take a look in the mirror and have a gut check of what you're really asking to happen. That's not okay. Right. And and ask yourself why you're wanting this man. What has he done for you to wish death upon him? Do a tax cut you disagree with? Is that what he did? Oh, he's a racist, you say? What policy did he do that was racist? Was it when he funded historically black colleges? Was it when he set up opportunity zones for black people? You know, uh, is that what Andrea, he did? I virtually agree, uh, disagreed with everything Obama stood for in his eight years of being president. Not once did I have a single thought for a no. solitary second that I wished harm upon him or his family. No, ever. I don't wish it on anybody. So, you know, they need to look in the mirror as to why they wish it on him at the same time where they're elevating people like George Floyd and Jacob Blake and others and wanting and wanting rapists and others released out on the streets. Why they want people like the killer of Kate Steinle to be protected by the government, but they want my president to die. And it wasn't just average American liberals on Twitter that went crazy. We're talking about somebody who used to work for Hillary Clinton. We're talking about somebody on Joe Biden's campaign. We're talking about the Speaker of the House going on media today. And basically saying Trump had it coming because he was so brazen that he didn't wear a mask. Are you kidding me? Mask hole, Pelosi? How dare you, she? Yeah. How dare you? You are the one. While you and Gavin Newsom have destroyed people's lives, the suicide rates, as according to Redfield himself from the CDC, we are losing more people daily because of the coronavirus shutdowns than we are because of coronavirus. And because and you're doing it intentionally to inflict pain and misery on the American people for power. And while you're doing that you went to a salon you went to a salon without a mask should we celebrate you if you catch coronavirus and die but you know what here's the difference between me and you nancy pelosi and your democrat supporters i don't wish ill for you and if you catch coronavirus i will pray for you we're going to take a break when we come back we've got dr sebastian gorka Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Kay. 
telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me on this extraordinary Friday. Uh, 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. We are streaming live right now on TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And when I heard today that... Marine One was on its way to land on the White House lawn to take my president to Walter Reed. I It was a frightening moment for me. And the first thing that I thought of was it would be an honor to have Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the show tonight to bring wisdom and clarity and calm as he did on his in, on his Twitter feed earlier today. And particularly in light of the crazy conspiracies that are just amping up as the hours go on tonight. And he joins me now. Hello, Dr. Gorka. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Good evening. And of course, uh, Dr. Gorka is the host of the incredibly successful show here, nationally syndicated show on Salem Network, America First. Y'all need to listen to it every day here at noon, as well as read his most recent book, The War for America's Soul, and follow him on Twitter at Seb Gorka. So, Dr. Gorka, the conspiracies that are being out there tonight make the conspiracies on the grassy knoll seem uh, just, you know, uh, um, rational. So I know that you've got ties within the White House, and I know that you can't reveal anything that, you know, would be shared with you in confidence. But to the, the Trump supporters out there, and we know that there, many of them are gathering outside Walter Reed tonight, who are seeing tweets from people like Brian Williams that his, his condition is grave, or that the other conspiracies that he's trying to avoid debates and try to, you know, uh, make the election be postponed. What can you share with us tonight about the state of President Trump's health and his presidency? Well, I'd like not to get angry right now, so don't quote Brian Williams to me, okay? <laughs> we, we saw the video of him getting into the helicopter. His condition is not grave. So it's, let's stick to the facts and let's calm down. He walked into the helicopter. He looked at his fine, fettle self. This is one of the most robust human beings I've ever met in his life. Right now, people need to feel sorry for the coronavirus because this man is <laughs> unstoppable. So let's let's just get real for a second, okay? Because I'm going to get very angry if you do that again, okay? Mm-hmm. So pray for him. Pray for the First Lady. But this is a man who has weathered much worse in the last four years. We know that thanks to Mark Ziegel, Dr. Mark Ziegel, who said on Fox today there is a uh, very even even for those over the age of uh, over the age of 70 there's a 94 percent survivability rate and this man has the best medical team in the world and he is exactly where he needs to be walter reed is the exact place he needs to be well, that's I think the response today from those of us conservatives who've been paying attention to this are following the science and the science, as I said in the open, doesn't stop at the Oval Office. This is a this is a with has a 90 percent, 90 something, 99 percent for, for most people. And like you said, 94 for his age group. And there was no reason for us to be, you know, to get hysterical about this. And he's going to get the best treatment. And uh, we do need to pray for him. Um, we're not getting that from the other side. You wrote the book, The War for America's Soul. And when I see the hate going at my president today from people from formerly Hillary Clinton's campaign, from Joe Biden's campaign right now, and he has not denounced this hate against my president. 
um, I, 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 that makes me really angry. And, and I'm hoping that it's going to make the independent voters out there as angry as well, that they would wish the death on my president, who is working for free, who jeopardized his family and his life and gave it all up to go to D.C. to try to correct this country and to, to try to save this country and to save its soul. And that's and I'm hoping this brings clarity to the voters out there between their choices in November. Your thoughts. I've said it many, many times. I said it on my show today. There's uh, a side, a political side in our nation that is fueled by hatred, hatred of their fellow American and hatred, especially for the man who was chosen by 63 million Americans to be our president. Uh, We will win because uh, hatred never, ever has the final say. We are fueled by love, love of our country, love of the greatest nation on God's earth. And that is the difference. And in 31 days, it's a a very simple choice. Uh, There are those who love America, and they will vote for the president, and they will vote down ticket GOP. Those that hate this nation will vote for Biden, will vote for a man who called uh, an incumbent president of the United States a racist, Mm. a liar, and a clown in front of 63 million Americans. So it's a very simple choice. It's socialism versus liberty, and it's hatred versus love. Um, I think it's an opportunity for President Trump now that he's caught the coronavirus to share to I think it is an opportunity for him um, to to come across as more um, more um, I, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for but not humble but you know it's an opportunity for him to say hey I've had it I've had I've shared this experience I know what it's like but here's the good news I've come out of it I've, tr- I've tried this uh, therapeutic response and you know I think it's an opportunity for him to turn the tide against the fear mongering that's gone from the left and these shutdowns and planned uh, mandates that they're trying to use to control us. Uh, final thoughts on how he how this might actually be an opportunity for us as a nation through this. Yeah, I said uh, exactly the same thing today. That this could actually be uh, a positive step. It could be there could be a silver lining in, in all of this. So uh, the president um, is going to take certain therapeutics already. I'm sure he took, like I did this morning, his hydroxychloroquine, his zinc, and his Z-Pack. Uh, when he comes out of this, he will be in a position to talk with incredible empathy and experience to all those around the nation who haven't just suffered the coronavirus who, or who may be still fearful of it. And on top of that, he has a full suite of offices in Walter Reed, uh, which is set up for the president in just such an eventuality. And I've already told the White House today he needs to take these 10 days of isolation uh, as an opportunity that even if he can't go to the rallies, uh, he needs to address the nation at least twice. I want him to sit down either from his suite of offices in Walter Reed or uh, from the Oval Office when, he, when he's back there in, in a few days' time and address the nation and talk to the nation uh, in that very, very serious, very, um, um, you know, that very presidential fashion that he has when he's in the Oval Office about the stakes involved in 31 days, whether it's the question of law and order, whether it's it's the question of getting America back to work and uh, crushing the coronavirus, 
or whether it's just simply about the choice between those who hate this nation and everything it stands for uh, 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 and those who love it. So this this could actually be a, a perfect moment to, to hit pause, to recalibrate, and to make sure that especially the independents, Andrew, the independents of those who, who don't follow politics like you and I do very closely, really um, are communicated to by the commander-in-chief, and they understand that, and uh, you know, it may be a cliche before, but this time, it is truly real. Whether you are 18 or 98, this is the most consequential election in your lifetime. It absolutely is. And I thank you so much for being here, Dr. Gork. Everybody needs to listen to his show every day here at noon. And I promise you, next time you come back, you're never going to hear me say the words Brian Williams again. I promise you that, Dr. Gorka. Love it. Thank okay, you so pray, much. Pray for the president. Pray for the first lady and the first family. God bless you all. Thank you so much, Dr. Gorka. All right, so um, DJ Potato Skins, I think that uh, Dr. Gorka is absolutely correct. I think there's an opportunity uh, here for President Trump to speak to the nation. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but, you know, from a place of like you were just saying and Dr. Gorka was just saying, you know, hey, I've shared this experience with you and me, even though I have this, uh, you know, I'm in a certain age range, I still came out on the other side of it and we can get through this together. And I think that you might have the independents out there that are maybe going to take him a little bit more at his word. Yeah, um, I, I think it's an opportunity for him to show his humanity. I think it's an opportunity for... Uh, I already know, think he's good at anyway. Right. Well, and I think that there's a couple of things. I think I think there's an opportunity for here for him to turn around a way and get America's psyche changed about this coronavirus. Um, because, um, th- for instance, this thing about the masks. Uh, today, I've got people saying, well, one of the reasons why the left is saying we got what he had coming for him because he hasn't been wearing a mask 24 hours a day. Well, neither were the hundreds of people who went to the George Floyd funeral. Neither were those out there at, in the Black Lives Matter protest. Or Nancy Pelosi or, inside of the salon. Right. Or, or any of the other, you know, any of the other, you know, oh, so he's had rallies. Well, you know, we've had the beaches full of people. America has been moving around and he has been moving around for six months in a variety of different formats with masks, without masks. He was around other people like the I think the president of Brazil who had it he was standing next to him and in close quarters with him who had it without a mask if this disease was as highly transmittable as everybody said it was in the beginning why did it take six months for President Trump to get it and if it was as highly transmissible and if it was as deadly as as originally uh, projected then how many more people at that at that SCOTUS nomination hearing for Amy Coney Barrett would not only have tested positive for it but would be need to be hospitalized the left has done a magnificent job of fear mongering and making people think that a positive test result is a death sentence and it is not in fact it's quite the opposite it. We don't, this whole thing about testing and tracing, oh my gosh, he must have got it from Hope Hicks. Well, then I'm hearing today, Hope Hicks always wears a mask everywhere she goes. But how do you know it was from Hope, Hope Hicks? Because he stood next to her five days ago and she ended up getting it? Well, who else was he around? And how do we know that it maybe wasn't Melania or somebody who gave it to Hope Hicks? You know, nobody wears a mask 24 hours a day, but let me tell you who, who, who um, and many people get it, who wear masks. Like family members of mine who are nurses, who not only wear masks, but wear 
masks physically fit to their face and wear PPE and they still get it. The fact of the matter is there, there is no guarantee that you're not going to get it. Nobody wears masks 24 hours a day. We all move around our society and this is what happens. And we don't proactively go test everybody for the flu every year, do we? I was just going to actually bring that up. He could actually come out on the other side of this, especially if he gets through it quickly and say, you know what? I got through this. Not only can we all get through this, but let's also reinforce that this is no, it's not even not worse than the flu. It's, it's, you know, the, the numbers just don't add up. It's not as dangerous as the flu. And so we all need to just take a step back and breathe a sigh of relief and let's get through this, take the precautions, but let's not go crazy. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that, uh, we can see from the beginning that the left has seized upon this. Um, there was a doctor recently who said um, that, and he's and he doesn't support uh, Fauci, and he said that fear is something that's really easy to get ingrained and it's really difficult to, to get rid of. And we now know the science. And it completely contradicts everything that Fauci and Burks told us from the beginning. Oh, sure. And we and, have a doctor on the show on Monday that's going to yeah. be talking. He talked to the Tennessee governor. Guess what? Tennessee's open for business. Yeah. And, you know, we, we all need to be completely open for business. But here's something else that President Trump can maybe talk about. A, a restoration of making America great again. Our culture is not, never has been, and never should be about... Um, controls by the government under the guise of keeping us safe, whether Amen. it's from a virus, whether it's from a plane crash, or whether it, in San Diego County, of which we still have businesses being destroyed, breaking news the other day, coronavirus is now the sixth leading cause of death. Well, it, wait a second. You telling me it ain't the number one cause of death, and yet we've shut down this entire county for seven months now? Why did we shut it down for the numbers one through five? I was just going to say that. That's insane. Y'all acting like that's, oh my gosh, it's reached, coronavirus is now up to being the sixth leading cause of death. Let that sink in a moment. So more more people die of drowning in pools, but I don't recall us ever shutting down the economy over that. No. And and this whole thing about we got to have testing, testing, testing. The testing is a means for them to have control. And the testing is false. We know how we know for one of the reasons all the false positives is we know how many people have to be retested over and over and over again before they get a negative, and those get added to the case count totals. One of the things that I hope President Trump can do at the end of this, seeing how he goes, is say, you know what? I, did I catch it? Could I have maybe not caught it from caught it if I had stayed in my bunker like Joe Biden? Maybe, maybe not, because I don't know how I got it. And none of us. What are we going to do as Americans? Never go around anybody. Also, if he get, if he gets through this, and he will, he can come out and say, you know what? Just another proof that you know the, the vaccine is not the be all end all. We don't have to have a vaccine through this. There are other methods of getting through this. Well, yeah, you know, well, well, the vaccine is coming, but there's still a choice of freedom. The vaccine is coming. I've done everything that I could as the federal government uh, to for uh, public private partnerships for uh, ventilators and PPE and masks and, you know, in, in mobilizing everything to, to fast track a vaccine. But the bottom line is this, whether we're talking washing our hands, whether we're talking distancing, whether we're talking masks, whether we're talking about vaccinations, everything about us is about the choice. I made the choice as a president to go to to hold rallies and the people who attended made the choice to be there. I made a choice at times to wear a mask and a choice not to make times to wear a mask. And the people out there are saying, well, you know, he's getting this free health care. He's the man's working for free. You're going to complain he's going to get some free health care with Walter Reed. But you know what? Even at the end of the day, our health care, our medical expenses are still our responsibility as an American. 
Nobody should actually be getting free health care because there's no such thing as free. Okay? Somebody's always paying for it. Somebody's always paying for it. What, what, you know, why do you think you should be able to go into a doctor's office and get service for free? You're not paying for their health. You didn't pay for their education. You didn't pay to set up their shop. You didn't pay to buy their tools. You didn't pay for their for their insurance, their business, their building. You didn't pay for any of that. Yeah, you think you're supposed to be able to walk into a doctor's office and get health care for free? That's ridiculous. We are a free society. And the fact that all this is being talked about and, and you know, uh, this wanting the left using this as, a, as an excuse to convince Americans. See, the president's got it now. Now everybody has to agree that we got to wear masks 24 hours a day, seven days a week and never go anywhere. And businesses are no, never allowed to be open. It's insane. I passed the point of a break. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. Bring in my buddy Bob Walters and uh, more Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Moving along on Friday. On Fridays, it always uh, includes my man, my boy, my buddy, my partner in crime here. My second partner in crime. My first one is DJ Potato Skins. And my second one is Bob Walters. Hey, Bob. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. Good to be here. Um, Any uh, comments you want to make about uh, President Trump before we talk about your education segment? Yeah, I I really... I trust he's going to get well and be as strong and vigorous as he needs to be to win this election. And I am, too, shocked at the negative comments, people hoping and wishing that he would die. I don't know where that comes from, because we have never said that about anybody on the other side of the fence. No, and I never would, because I may dislike somebody's politics, but I have never, and and I get angry at people, and I had a lot of moments of anger at President Obama, but I, I never wished him to die, you know. I mean, that's just when it, the there is a, 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 a lot of people quote TDS, Trump derangement syndrome. But there's literally a mental health issue that you've got when you are defending the uh, Black Lives Matter people who are shooting cops and burning down buildings. That that's somebody that you celebrate and honor. Uh, and the people who throw cement milkshakes at uh, reporters and journalists who are conservative, those people you celebrate. But a president uh, who you who you know for for I mean no rational reason you you want him to die, it is completely irrational. And I think some of it, um, I think a lot of it comes from what we talk about every week. I mean, so many of these people in this Antifa and Black, and Black Lives Matter movements are of a generation that came out of schools that yeah, have been indoctrinated. They've been indoctrinated to hate this country, hate everything that this country is about. And Trump represents everything about America. Love of country. Um, put America first. Um, he's a white man. Um, and and that's that's really what it's about. And, you know, we had Dr. Gorka on a few minutes ago. He's got a book, uh, you know, The War for America's Soul. Well, the battlefield's been in the schools for a while, hasn't it? Oh, it has. In fact, that's what I'm going to talk a little bit about, the, the death of the shop classes and what we got to do to bring them back, if possible. But i got a few interesting things first to kind of titillize the audience with. Ooh. A teacher with a kid in virtual class in Calusa uh, High in Northern California told the kid he had 15 seconds to remove the Trump flag in the background of his front room or he'd be kicked out of the class. In his house? In his house with one of these virtual classes. Wow. That's what the teacher told him. Uh, then in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you had a fourth grader in a virtual class 
who mentioned when he was asked, did he have any weapons in the house? He said, well, my, I have a BB gun in the bedroom. He was suspended immediately for having a BB gun in his bedroom. I mean, how much control is it the left is looking for? They're looking using for the total, virus as a yeah. tool to get this done. Jeez. Exactly right. That's what this is about. They, they, they now, with this online learning, have a way to control the home life of the students. First, they got their minds with their, with their curriculums, and now they're able to control the entire home through online, uh, online schools, which, which includes controls of the parents. Oh, yeah. A lot of the schools will not allow a parent to be in the room when that child is being given virtual education. Mm. It's just it's a sad commentary where we're going. Another little indication how bad things have slipped. 2,000 schools have now taken down clocks because the students can't read them. You know, just regular clocks. And what wow. they've had to replace them with is the, is the, you know, the digital time instruments on the wall of some of the, of the schools. Can you imagine the kids can't read clocks anymore? Just like they can't give change out when you buy something at the drugstore without looking at their computer in front of them in the cash register. Just, it's pathetic. It is pathetic. And, you know, the, you know, technology is a blessing. And I've come to conclude that it's primary. It's, it's, if I were to do a Ben Franklin uh, pros and cons, I, to me, technology is, and I've said this from the beginning, is far more a con than it is a pro in our lives. Absolutely. We'll have to do we'll have to do a segment sometime where we talk about going to a cashless society and what that might do to us. Go on. Yeah, what what it's going to really yeah. look like. Yeah. Another little final tidbit before I get into the shop classes. Uh-huh. Timothy Schneider, assistant professor for philosophy of religion at UC Santa Barbara, said if he could go back in time, he would kill Jesus to get rid of the world uh, for his distraction. For his students and the, and the and the country in general, just he's a he's an assistant professor. Well, he's still got a job. Well, let's think about Jeez. this for a moment. He doesn't believe in Jesus, but if he could, he'd go back and kill somebody who didn't even exist. And, and, and I mean, <laughs> does that make sense to you? This man is a teacher. I'll, I'm gonna go kill somebody that I deny exists. Okay. Yeah, and he's, he's why would you need to kill religion? Him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dope. I would have stood up and said, I, you, you owe me $22,000 or whatever the tuition is, and I want my check now. Say uh, what? <laughs> well, now we're going to shop classes. Okay. I mean, just so the audience kind of gets a, a framework here, in case you haven't heard this in the past. About 30 years ago, they were in virtually every middle and high school in this country. Metalworking, welding, auto repair, wood shop, electrical, home ec, et cetera. Then within five or six years, all of them were removed. And hmm. it became the practice that if you didn't send the kid to college, they were a loser. Yeah. And this infected the counselors, the parents, even some of the kids. Colleges loved it since it gave them millions of dollars. Whether the kids could pass or not, they could still afford it or not. It mm-hmm. didn't matter. In fact, uh, 40% of kids that go to college today don't make it. They don't get out. Wow. And they don't get a refund if the reason no, why they don't get no out refund. is because they got crappy high school education or got, you know, sent into a trajectory of a major that they that, you know, had no future for them or they couldn't they couldn't pass because they had no business being there. I know. So today we got one point seven trillion dollars in student debt. Unbelievable. Oh, well, that they want us to pay for. 
Right. They want us to pay for it. I paid for I paid for my whole college education and I don't want to pay for anybody else's. And that's why and that's why we need to be providing options to kids who have no business going to college. Yeah, really. So the focus became one on STEM. And they not only got rid of the shop classes, they got rid of ROTC, which was another option for kids to other than going to college. And uh, and they got rid of a lot of the CTE classes, which is CTE in education means career technology education, which is, is kids getting computer skills so they can read the computers and do some work for a business. And that's uh, they've been basically removed up to this past two or three years. We've been... Uh, battling the school teachers union who's totally opposed to the construction trade people teaching classes in their schools. I was surprised when I talked to these people, including the union on the other side, the construction union, they don't like each other at all. Mm-hmm. They look down on each other. Right. But uh, anyway, we've been doing some revival, uh, but like in the Orange Unified School District, I've gotten three shop classes resurrected out of five schools, <laughs> which is like a little pin nothing for two years worth of effort on that. Well, it's something. Project. And let me tell you, you know, I took shop class when I was in junior high. I made this little bookcase. I carried that thing around with me. I was so proud of that. Do I want to, did I want to pursue the trades as a career? No. But, you know, even if you don't, you get the, the, the idea should be that we should expose kids to, uh, to a variety of different ideas and activities and and things that involve different types of skills so that they can tap in and see what they're good at and what they're interested in instead of just assuming and putting everybody towards a path of a college degree um potato skin says he made a wobbly birdhouse oh did (laughs) did you get any hummingbirds did did you use it no, they, they, they. I mean, I put it out, but they would look at the house and fly on by. <laughs> it wasn't up to specs. They mocked it. They didn't trust oh, it. Well. They didn't trust the foundation that it would hold them That's up. That's right. <laughs> um, is there? Do we? And and when we had shop classes and trade school classes, was there a path to go? Okay, you take these classes. Now we've got trade schools that you can go to. Yeah. What what it what used to be? You'd be in high school or junior high, and you took your trade class, shop class, and when you got out of them, out of high school, you could go right into the apprenticeship program of the unions. They pay you to go to the apprenticeship schools where you learn in the class and out on the field the trade, whether it's welding or auto repair, for two years. And then when you're done with it, you become a full-fledged union member with with skills to be a journeyman. Mm -hmm. The pay scale ranges from a low of 42,000 to a high of 80,000 with no debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, uh, what happened to that option in the world today? So that's, that's something that I, I really am working, trying to get parents and such to turn around. And what's happened as well, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, companies like Home Depot and Honda mm-hmm. and home builders, they, they are willing to give the materials, the money, whatever it needs for the schools to open up shop classes. They'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. And the unions will invest money as well, plus provide the teacher to do the training 
in whatever sphere of uh, construction work that is being put in the class. It's it's so. it's amazing to me because we've become such a casual society, you know, that it's not. I mean, when I was coming up, you know, everybody, you know, you, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. You know, that was the thing, you know, white collar. And, you know, I was so thrilled that when I bought my first navy blue suit. Yeah, I was in high school. I was Alex P. Keaton, by the way. I was I was wearing navy blue suits when I was in high school, you know, wanting to ca- and carried a briefcase. Yeah, that was me. Um, but, pe- you know, but people, see that. Yes. <laughs> people don't do that anymore. So it's like it's not as though we're the same we're not the same country that valued that and thought that that meant something we're now everybody's business casual everywhere so it's like you do you see what you see where i'm going with this this whole white collar blue collar thing doesn't even exist anymore so why 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 are we still denigrating what was traditionally called blue collar work that's where the money's at that's where the jobs are at in fact those are some of the jobs that stayed during coronavirus so and and you know and there's more women getting in those. This whole thing about STEM was supposedly oh we got we got to push STEM because we got to make sure girls and minorities you know get get involved in STEM. Well, why don't you make sure girls and minorities have an opportunity to you know um, get to, to explore shop and trade? Yes, or even the ROTC bringing oh, it back. Right. But forty percent of the parents polled this last two months ago said college is not worth the cost. So the attitude is beginning to change quite a bit. Mm-hmm. In, in, but we still got a lot to do to get the school districts and the school counselors to get behind the effort and allow the resurrection of shop classes and other such programs. And I urge, in, uh, urge all your listeners to think about what they can do in the local school district mm-hmm. and talk to them yeah. and tell them the, that we, we, there's money sources, there's teacher sources. It can all be done with no cost or involvement of the school district. Just open the door. Yeah. Yeah, and right now when people want detail, yeah, and if people want detail on that, I invite them to reach your office, send a, a request to you, and I'll uh-huh. send them a package yeah. on all they need to know and the organization's willing to put the money up to any school that wants to open a shop class. Right now, when uh, with this the shutdowns and, and colleges are yeah. still charging full tuition with uh, with online, <laughs> people are like, I'm not sending my kid to college. Well, then why not? why not explore this? Um, you know, now is the perfect opportunity for us to revisit the whole shop and, and trade school stuff. And y'all get Bob's book, Facing Reality in American Education. And Bob, thank you for being here tonight and talking about this and, um, and raising this important issue and for continuing the fight because the battle is in the schools, people. And uh, we've got a great opportunity right now to, to take control back. Thank you. You're welcome. Keep it up. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye now. All right. Stay tuned. we got our final segment on this week. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, continuing on with the conspiracies, I was just on Twitter. The main conspiracy is really that he's far sicker. Uh, then that, that and that he did this proof of health video and what are they hiding from us? We need to hear from the doctors. Did y'all not watch with your own eyes? The man walked to Marine One. You know, you lefties think that he's what is he hiding? Do you was that supposed to be like an impersonator or one of those celebrity lookalikes? Looks pretty fine to me. I mean, you know, he wasn't coughing up.
up a lung. He wasn't wheezing. He jumped. He, he, you know, he went up the stairs. You don't do that when you're ill. You don't. You when you're 74 years old and you're, you're deathly ill. You're on a stretcher, man. You know that's that's absolutely insane. What's going on? And no, I don't need to hear from the doctors. When I saw my president himself, what I'm supposed to want? I'm supposed to want Fauci to come out and 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 give a report. Fauci who hasn't put a stethoscope on anybody in at all let alone in in recent years no actually what we heard i actually saw an interview with president trump's uh his uh past doctor who's now running for congress in texas who talked about how incredible good health he is this is a man and and one of the things that i hope president trump does in the course of talking to the american people about it is be one of the first people to actually talk about immunity and i think he will i think he will because one of the reasons why he's you know only got a mild case at this point and he's not you know in severe situation and it's being caught early is because he is in good health and he does not have the comorbidities of diabetes he's not obese i mean obviously he could stand to lose a few lbs who couldn't but he's not obese so you know comorbidities is something we've been talking about over and over again it's the deciding factor in exactly most cases. it is and you know i don't want to hear from fauci who who denied people hydroxychloroquine treatments because he wanted to push an expensive treatment i don't want to hear from fauci who doesn't do, who doesn't treat patients i don't want to hear i hear from fauci um you know pushing anything quite frankly because one of the things that he pushed was ventilators and i doctor after doctor after doctor came out and said you know we need to treat people when they're early with with hydroxychloroquine and other things otherwise we're blowing their lungs out so you know no I want him to talk about immunity. I take he doesn't have to, you know, talk about balance in nature. That's what I do. I don't know how he eats. I try to eat right, get rest. I take my balance in nature, three uh, fruit pills a day, capsules a day, three veggie. I get 10 servings of 31 fruits and vegetables. I could never eat that much. And um, I I highly, highly recommend it. This is the, no, when nobody said you can believe that this is a real virus and think the reaction to it was the crisis. And, and and that's where we're at. So I know it's a real vice, vi- virus, but I also know that you can beat it if you take care of yourself. So go to uh, balanceofnature.com, use discount code HEALTH, get free shipping right now and 35% off. You got a hear of the week and a stink of the week? Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, and I hope it doesn't come off as generic, but I really mean this from the bottom of my heart. My hero of the week will start there. Uh, President Trump for really just the last seven months doing what he had to have done. I know there's people out there that disagree with me, but I don't care to make sure that America is safe and that we are as productive as possible mm-hmm. with everything that's going on with the coronavirus. Name me any other person that could have done a better job because I, I challenge you to. You won't be able to find one. He did a tremendous job. He's my hero. Yeah. And, you know, I've got to put Melania with him because we haven't had a chance to talk about it. But there's somebody that within her circle close circle audio took uh, recorded her and leaked to those yesterday to hurt her in which she's complaining about she's so busy and she was like i don't want to have to deal with christmas decorations oh that's that's all you got on melania that that's that is that you know she she you know she's she's busy and she's caring about doing some charity work or something for kids as opposed to christmas decorations i mean the the hate at these people all day every day there's not another couple alive you couldn't say one four years da- straight yeah for four years straight you could not say one dang thing negative about barack obama or michelle obama w- without being called every nasty name in the book but these people have been crucified and persecuted and right now to have people calling for their death 
you know, is absolutely outrageous. So, yeah, they're my hero of the week. Absolutely. And you just brought up my stink of the week. Anybody that has even had a thought that this president got what he deserved or that he needs to die, you're my stink of the week. Because how dare you insult not just the president of the United States, but our humanity. We're better than that. And you need to take a hard look in the mirror at yourself. Absolutely. And and actually get down on your knees and pray to whatever you pray to. I suggest you pray to Jesus. You know, the guy that the philosopher, religious teacher says he wants to go back and kill him, even though he doesn't believe in him. Why would you want to kill something that you don't believe in? You know, obviously, you must know that Jesus is real. Get on your knees and pray to pray to God. Um, And so we're in agreement with the hero of the week and stink of the week. Our minds have melded and we're going to be we're at one. (laughs) We're at one. And we will see you on Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great week and let's pray for President Trump and our nation.